Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's your boy, Icy Robots, here again. This is episode number five of the Toys R Us Report podcast for the second week of October 2014. We are broadcasting live from the Icy Robots Communication Center deep in the heart of Rincon Valley. We've had another fantastic week. We were accepted into the Throwbacks Network. The Throwback Network is a conglomerate of retro podcast all broadcasting under one giant circus tent you can find them you can find us at throwbacknetwork.net there are a lot of good podcasts there let's take a look there's the atari 2600 game by game podcast which is one that i do listen to regularly and enjoy quite a bit there is the mccoy cast with doug mccoy can't go wrong with that Rediscover the 80s podcast is another one that I really enjoy. It's like one of those VH1 shows with the talking head comedians and the sound bits, and then they talk about the different subjects. It's really good. I can't recommend it high enough. Uh, the Throwbacks Review. Why do I have such a hard time saying throwback? I keep spitting that word out all weird. Throwback. 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 Then there is the Throwback Reviews podcast. That's another good one that I listen to. You don't know Flack. You can't miss with any of these. If you like retro stuff, if you like to hear dudes droning on and on and on about the days of yore, this is the place for you. Okay, Atari. Let's do your best pitch. You can't keep me in here, Atari. Okay, Atari. Let's see your best pitch. The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. Play it. I when me feel nice going shop a bus. Play it. You are listening to... The Toys R Us report. I had a pretty good week at the flea market. We went to the smaller flea market at the Veterans Building. There is another one, the next town over, that is bigger, but they tend to not have as high quality of merchandise. The flea market was a little small this week. It, it's really hot here in California, and I think that that was keeping some of the vendors away. Also, football season has started, and once football starts, flea markets do tend to go downhill. I did all right, though. I managed to get up on a nice amount of quality toys for a fairly low price, which is really the goal we should all have to acquire as much good stuff as we can while outputting as little cash as we can. I wouldn't be surprised if that was one of the Ferengi rules of acquisition, or at least a derivative of that is one of their rules. At any rate, I got some cool stuff. I got a DC Superpowers vehicle, Calabax Boulder Bomber. I keep forgetting the name of it. I keep wanting to call it Boulder Tosser or maybe even Boulder Holder, but it's actually Boulder Bomber. Calabac is Darkseid's son. If I'm remembering correctly, he was sent to 
New Genesis, and Orion was sent to Apocalypse as a way to maintain the peace. Like, each place gave up their son to be raised by the other one. Eventually, they both headed home when they were old enough. I guess their true natures were drawn to their place of birth. Orion came back, and I think he's like the second in command of the new gods, and Calabac's over there, and he's doing great on Apocalypse because he's a total brute. He's a gigantic galoot. So he, the vehicle is – it's green, and it has a catapult on the back that can throw a boulder. It's a boulder bomber. The vehicle did not come with the boulder. Well, the vehicle initially did come with the boulder, but the one that I bought did not have the boulder. I also got a sectar. I got a sectar named Zach. Sectars are okay. They were made by Coleco in the mid-80s. I think it was 1985. They had this insect gimmick. Each dude would come with some sort of bug that he was paired with. Zach came paired with Bitor. And what's cool is I have Bitor. I had Bitor and I had no Zach. And now they are reunited and it feels so good. Reunited and it's understood. The thing that I got that I am most excited about, and I'm actually playing with it right now as we speak, is a Fisher-Price Adventure People van. It's the green one. I don't know the name of the set, but it's the dude who has the kayak. It's like the outdoor adventuring set. It's really neat. It's in great shape. It was made in 1977 by Fisher-Price Toys of East Aurora, New York, made in the good old U.S. of A. It's nice. It's a great shade of green. It still has the rack on the roof. The doors open up. The gate opens up on the back. I'm really in love with this. I have a lot of Fisher-Price Adventure people, but I have... Only a few vehicles, and the ones that I have are the space ones, not the land ones. So I can put my people inside of here, and they can go on a little adventure. This is breaking news audio on something that happened last week. So, in effect, it is breaking news on old news. You have more than likely heard by this point that I have found the Marvel Legends Black Widow. I have, in fact, found two of them. I broke in last week and told you all this. I didn't actually break in. That's what I'm doing now. I just posted a breaking news bulletin, which is, in a way, I guess, breaking into your life. Let me give you the full details. They had opened a new Target in my town. They opened a brand new Target at the old mall. And the day of the opening, my wife is like, hey, let's go down there and see if we can get first dibs on some of these toys. Maybe you'll find some of the stuff that you're looking for. She's quite nice that way. So we headed down, and what do you know? She was right. I immediately went to the toy section and found two Marvel Legends Black Widows. I have been searching the ends of the earth to merely find one. And this day, I found two. It was a Christmas miracle, the likes of which you will never see in early October again. There weren't any rocket raccoons, which is okay. That's too much to expect, even though I did kind of expect it. Let me tell you the story about how I found it, though, really quick. It's not that exciting, but it is a little cool in a way. I went over to the Marvel Legends section, and I didn't find what I was looking for. So I dipped around the corner to the new collector corner area of Target. I wanted to see if they might have different reaction figures instead of just the Firefly ones. They didn't, which was a bummer, but they didn't. 
but what they did have was two black widows hidden in the back behind a box of, uh, what are they called, pop finals. I couldn't believe it. I saw her head sticking out, and then I saw two little heads sticking out. Somebody must have been there earlier and hid them because they were going to come back later. Well, guess what? If that was you, I bought them because I had money right then. Sorry, that's just kind of how it works. I don't feel too bad about it. I do feel a little bad for buying them both, but I wanted one to open and one to just keep. I don't think that that's too weird. I don't think that's too much to ask for at all, especially in the toy jungle where the law is. Who's ever there at the time gets whatever they get, and if you don't like what you get, don't throw a fit. I don't know if that's really the law. I think I might have made that up. I know that I made it up. In my daughter's school, when she was, I think, kindergarten, maybe first grade, they had a rule. You get what you get and don't throw a fit. And I've really kept that as my motto through life. You get what you get, don't throw a fit. I never threw a fit about not getting a Black Widow, so when I got one, I got it. If I didn't get it, I wouldn't have thrown a fit. So if you're the one who didn't get the Black Widow, all I can say to you is, sorry, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. And with that, back to our regularly scheduled program. And now, the Retro Toy Roundup. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. American hero. G.I. Joe is there. It's G.I. Joe against Cobra and Destro fighting to save the day. He never gives up. He's always there. Fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe Battle Tank, batteries not included. G.I. Joe Dragonfly Copter and Attack Vehicle, each sold separately from Hasbro. The Retro Toy Roundup is a time we will spend together every week talking about either a retro toy or sometimes even a retro line of toys like we did last week when we talked about Mask. This week, we're going to focus on one toy in particular, the toy being the G.I. Joe Dragonfly. The Dragonfly was the helicopter, the first helicopter that they came out with, the one that came packaged with Wild Bill. Let's see, I got some newts. The Dragonfly is a Series 2 vehicle, meaning it was in the second line of releases of G.I. Joe. It came out in 1993, and like we just said, it was packaged with Wild Bill. Wild Bill was this cowboy kind of dude. I guess you could gather that by his name, but he was that real prototypical Vietnam-era helicopter pilot. He had a cowboy hat and just the whole cowboy thing going on. He was similar in a way to... Robert Duvall's character in Apocalypse Now. The similarities between the two might just be that they're taking the Calvary part of the name, literally. Which is cool. I can dig it. Everybody everybody likes a cowboy. Let's see. The um, Dragonfly was released in 83, but it was also released in 84 and 85 before they finally discontinued it in 86. They did a couple repaints of it over the years. One of them was kind of a tiger force kind of deal. The original price of the Dragonfly was $8.99. That is a bargain. With oil prices as high as they are right now, you can't even get an action figure for $8.99. Maybe a bargain figure or you could get like $8 tree luchador figures, but you will not be able to get anything as cool as a Dragonfly for $8.99. I was over at the Toys R Us the other week, I guess like I always am, but I was checking out 
the Creos. The Creo is Hasbro's answer to Lego. They have a lot of good licenses. They have the Hasbro licenses. They have G.I. Joe and Transformers. I also think they're doing Star Trek. I might be wrong on that. I'm pretty sure Creo is Star Trek. At any rate, they, they're having a sale on all the Creo, and they had the Dragonfly for $11. They didn't have any in stock. I would have bought that in a second. I looked everywhere. We went all around the Legos, because people pick things up and put them down all the time. If you're looking for something that's out of stock, it does sometimes pay off to walk around the store and see if you can find one laying around. Sometimes you can also ask at the service desk. They have a really big cart full of go-backs, which are things people change their minds on or in a lot of times just found sitting around and put them in the bin for later restocking. It does pay to ask there. You never know. Anyhow, I couldn't find the Dragonfly. It was $11.49, I think. That is quite a bargain. I would have been so happy with that. I would have got my daughter to put it together because I don't Legos and all that are cool, but I don't really get that big thrill from putting them together. Eh, that's just me. That's probably a weakness in me because Legos do seem pretty fun. And when I was younger, I loved Legos. I would build houses. That was my favorite thing. I would build these two-story houses using the kind of, I think, six to eight-inch green plate that... Not the larger bottom plate. Kind of one that was maybe an eighth of that size. I would build little houses and stack up the, the floors. That was my little gimmick. I really would have liked to get that Creo Dragonfly. I guess you snooze, you lose. The G.I. Joe Dragonfly, the Real American Hero Dragonfly, came with various dope armaments. Let's go over that for a second. There were four Sidewinder air-to-ground missiles, two regular Sidewinder missiles, and then there were dual M39 grenade launcher slash two-millimeter Vulcan nose cannon. That is so dope. That's that big Gatlin cannon that you just and cut people to shreds. This was a really great helicopter. I liked the Vietnam era of the early G.I. Joe things. I liked the style that they had, how they seemed very close to being what you would see in 70s jungle combat. As a kid, I was so into Vietnam. I know that it was a terrible war. I think that being so terrible is what drew me to it. I imagine a lot of kids are that way. And I really enjoyed having the G.I. Joe to kind of act out my little Vietnam movie fantasies. My favorite in that sense was Stalker, because he had that really cool beret. And he just seemed to me to be like a real-life Vietnam badass, like a tough Bariqua from the streets of New York or whatever. I guess that's what he was anyway. He was cool, though. He just seemed legit. Now... Let's take a little break and check out another G.I. Joe commercial. This one, more specifically for the Dragonfly. Take a listen. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. It's Major Blood in the Cobra Copter. They're after Gong Ho. Get the G.I. Joe Dragonfly Copter. Wild Bill to the rescue. Major Blood, look. Let's get out of here. Cobra's turning tail. Want to lift good, buddy? G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Dragonfly Copter comes with Wild Bill, other figures and equipment each sold separately from Hasbro. I really like that commercial. The helicopter that Major Blood is flying is cool too. It's a single-seated kind of thing. I can see how it might have some maneuverability over the Dragonfly, which could be important, but weapon-wise, I think that it would get chopped to shreds if it came down to it. 
Anywho, let's talk a little bit about Wild Bill. Wild Bill, um, let's see, his real name is William Hardy, and he comes from Brady, Texas. He was a chief warrant officer. He achieved the rank of chief warrant officer after serving on a long-range recon patrol team in Vietnam. The long-range recon patrol is really the bad stuff. That's when you're out there. You're out in the thick of it. I can't imagine a better way to build somebody into somebody prepared to fight Cobra than to stick them deep into the jungles of Vietnam all on their lonesome. After Vietnam, he went to Flight Warrant Officer School where he achieved the rank of Chief Warrant Officer and then he enlisted in the G.I. Joe team where he has been ever since. Wild Bill is an expert in many standard military weapons, but he prefers to use his long-barreled Colt 45s because he is totally a cowboy. On the cartoon, he was voiced by Fred Welker, who also did the voice of Fred on Scooby-Doo as well as Dr. Claw. Now, all right, let's hop on over to eBay and take a look at the current market for dragonflies. I'm thinking they will probably set us back a bit more than $8.99. Who knows how much? I'm guessing maybe 50 bucks would get one here to you. All right. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Here's a completed one. It's going for $45.99 with $12 shipping. That's mint with the box. Not mint in the box. It's been open and played with, but they kept the box and stuffed it back in there. That's okay. Let's see. Here's a couple loose ones that are incomplete for $25 or $30. I don't know how crazy you guys are for completeness. I want... Most of the parts, I don't need every single part. I want the vehicle and some of the missiles. I would like the entire vehicle intact. I don't need all the missiles or all the other stuff. I can make do, because as a kid, who had all the missiles anyway? Within opening something, you are like missileless in a week. I was, at least. All right. Here's another one for $25, $20. Here is a pile of parts. It's not a uh, really pricey vehicle. You could have one at your house for $50. That's I mean, that's not, you know, that's not nothing. I don't want to spend $50 on a toy, but for a big piece of nostalgia like that, $50 isn't that bad. And I, I bet you the prices are similar at a show. And at a show, you save yourself the shipping. So if you're in the market for one, expect to pay about that much. Anything less than that, consider yourself having done a good deal. Okay, let's take a look here on eBay and we'll see how much we could get good old Wild Bull for. There's a 25th anniversary one, which is him on the card. He comes with two Colt 45s, which is dope. You can get that for, let's see, someone got one for $9 with free shipping. Okay, here we go. The good 1983, complete with file card, real American hero. You can get him $8 with, uh, let's see, $3 shipping. So $11 or $12 seems like it would be a fair price to pay for Wild Bill. So you could either get a completed one for $45 or $50, or you could get an incomplete one and add Wild Bill and probably be in the $35 to $40 range. I think considering the economics of the whole thing and how big a fan I am of saving money, I might go that way. But hey, to each their own, do what you feel, do what you think is right for you. My involvement with the dragonfly is a little weird. It's a little funny. I'm going to share my story of the dragonfly with you. One year, I asked for the dragonfly for Christmas. I guess my parents got confused about who asked for what, so they bought it for my brother. He was more of a Transformers guy, so he wasn't too enthused on it either, as I recall. 
but he did not mind lording over me and showing off how he had the toy that he knew I wanted. So this is what I did. One day, I grabbed it from him when he wasn't around, and I took it out into the back. We lived in a condo complex with a common area at the time, so I went out as far as I could go into the common area, and I dug as big a hole as I could dig. Digging's a little harder than you think, especially when you're a stupid kid without tools, so my hole was not that big. I was going to take the dragonfly and stick it in the hole and hopefully bury the whole entire thing, but it did not work out that way. I only dug as far to where I could put the body of the copter in there and the propeller stuck out the top. It's pretty funny to think about now. I don't know what... I I think I was going to bury his toy and then wait a while and then dig it up and claim that I found one. Not putting two and two together and knowing my parents would know that I am the one who took the one that has been missing from my brother... I just thought that it would work out. When you're a kid, you have some really crazy plans and you have to wonder what you were thinking, especially when you have kids and they come to you with these crazy plans of their own. And you're left wondering, did you, do you think that I'm as stupid as I know you are and that I would let these big gaps in logic and gaps in reality go by me? Anyway, anyway, anyway. So I buried it out there, and the common area isn't large at all, and there were other kids, and when kids see something like that, they are predatory. It was almost like a sword in the stone kind of thing. People would see the propeller, and they knew that there was a dragonfly under there, and it was almost, they were waiting for darkness to fall so that they could go out there and get it. And it wasn't as if very often a toy of this quality went up for grabs. That's what it was. It was up for grabs, and the first one to get it could have it, like the sword or something. I don't even know. I don't remember how we got out of this pickle. I do remember feeling very scared that somebody else was going to get the dragonfly and that I would get it, meaning I would get punished for taking my brother's toy. That's not what happened. What did happen was when I finally got it out of the ground, it was in no condition to be played with. The... G.I. Joe toy was well put together, but it wasn't meant to be buried alive like Beatrix Kiddo in Kill Bill. It didn't survive that. So in the end, neither of us really had the dragonfly. So you could take a lesson about jealousy from this, I guess, or maybe greed. At any rate, I'm glad you guys sat through my little lesson about the dragonfly and Wild Bill and morality, and we'll be back with more show in a bit. Hey, this is Michael Bell, the voice of Duke on G.I. Joe, and you're listening to the Toys R Us Report. Yo, Joe! Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the Toys R Us report with a generous purchase of some retro or not-so-retro junk. Maybe a Ghostbusters action figure, or a Star Trek Pride hat. It's really up to you. VirtualDirtMall.com. You won't be sorry for long. And now, the Toys R Us report with IC Robots. Alright, alright. Let's get down to business with the Toys R Us report. We headed down there this week, and it's it's a little stagnant over there. Not a lot of new stuff. I imagine they're getting ready for the Christmas season, the upcoming Christmas season, so they aren't really going to bring out a lot of 
new interesting things when they're going to drop a whole load of new and interesting things a month or so from now. That's okay because I did see something out in the wild that I have not encountered before and have been on the lookout. It was a Star Wars Black Stormtrooper. I have been on the lookout for one of these for a while now. Not really so much to buy one per se. I'm not that big of a Star Wars collector, but I do know that they're a little uncommon and I wanted to lay eyes on one, just, you know, feel the conquest. And I did. At this point, we have found the Stormtrooper. We have found the Black Widow. So all that remains is the Rocket Raccoon. It might be a tall order. Maybe they'll stock them a little heavier when Christmas time rolls around. I don't know. If that's the case, then it doesn't really feel like a win. If they start putting them out in higher quantities, you don't win as much as you lose. You kind of lose even if you found one in the first place because now everybody has one. The ultimate loser would be somebody who purchased one on eBay. Like they got scalped with one and then they just flood the market with them. You feel like a dummy. I've had that happen to me a couple times. It's not cool. It's not cool at all. What was pretty cool was that we also hit up a couple Walgreens. Walgreens is cool. They're trying to get into the toy game in a bigger way and I really do appreciate that. I mean, I want all the players in the toy game that they're ever could be. I wish the KB Toys was back. I wish that we had Toy and Model here in Santa Rosa like we used to. I wish, I wish, I wish upon a toy. Anyhow, I did go to the Walgreens and that was pretty fun. They're clearing out one whole side of the aisle that used to have pet stuff and whatever and putting toys and whatever on it. So I'm totally down with that as well. What did I find at Walgreens? I got a well, I didn't get it. I found a Daenerys Targaryen action figure from Game of Thrones. I don't know if I've seen that one there. They also had a display of, what's that video game? I forget what it's called. That one where the dude wears all white and he's an assassin. Assassin's Creed? Is that what it is? They had a little box display of Assassin's Creed action figures. So if you're into that, I guess you'd be pretty happy. Otherwise, there wasn't anything new there that I hadn't seen before. My wife saw the Rocket Raccoon Bank for the first time, and she really, really dug that. This is a side note. I, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy again yesterday. I had seen it once before, and I thought it was awesome. And this time, I was... And yesterday was a buddy of mine's birthday, so I thought I would call him up and see if he wanted to go catch a movie. I know he doesn't get the chance to go see as many movies as he used to. He has a, a new baby in his life. Anyhow, I went and I, we went and saw it, and I wanted to say the movie is just as good the second time as it was the first time. It might have been a little better because I spent time looking at the various things the collector had and different things going on in the background. Guardians of the Galaxy, if you don't know, now you know, is a really good movie. I guess everybody knows that. It's probably a 99 on the Rotten Tomatoes. I don't want to look, and if I'm wrong, don't let me know. You can let me know if you want to, I suppose, but you don't. Don't feel it's necessary. You don't have to do that at all because I am just more than happy to live in ignorance. Anyway, I just wanted to say that Guardians of the Galaxy is a really good movie. <laughs> if, you did, if you didn't know that already, I wanted to let you know Guardians of the Galaxy is really good. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, we went to the other Walgreens. They, they have a very small toy section, so they didn't have anything that they didn't have before. But they also had the palette of toys coming in. So they're probably gearing up for the big toy shift soon as well. Look out, because this Halloween, Toys R Us is your Halloween headquarters. You'll find every trick or treat under the moon. 
a monstrous selection of costumes and a dungeon full of decorations. At prices so low, you'll howl. So this Halloween, bring the entire family to Toys R Us for a Halloween selection so huge. It's scary. <laughs> I guess that's about all for that segment of the Toys R Us report, so let's move on to the next, the final segment of the day, which will be called Fact or Crap, or I will read off a couple of these Fact or Crap cards, and we will see if you can get the answer. All right, here we go. The U.S. government instituted the personal income tax in 1873, and here's what you do. At this point, you take and listen to the fact that I just told you. You think about it for a second, and you decide, is it fact or crap? Let's read that one again. The U.S. government instituted the personal income tax in 1873. Fact or crap? One, two, three, four. It is, in fact, crap. It was instituted in 1913. Okay, and here is the second and final fact or crap. The average American eats 46 slices of pizza per year. Is that fact or is that crap? It sounds like a good one. It sounds like it could be true or it could also be a little low. I think that I might eat more pizza than that per year. Are you ready? I'm going to give it a five count and we will go one, two, three, four, five. It is a fact. Americans eat 46 slices of pizza per year on average. Okay, so we got our facts to craps in there. We're going to head out for the week. I'll see you guys soon. This is the Toys R Us report. Don't forget to drop by virtualdirtball.com and see what we got cooking over there. This is IC Robots signing off. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know.